Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Three thirty-three, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Wednesday. Yeah, I know it's kind of chilly, but uh, we got we got some good stuff on the way. I'll tell you that right now. Weather-wise, we'll be up uh, well into the sixties. Looking forward to that. Uh, Four fifteen-ish. I've got a chance for you to win those great tickets for the uh, the ABBA tribute band down in Chesterfield. It is just loads of fun. It really is. Five thirty-three. Todd Starnes is dropping by, and if you're coming with me and with Heidi on our France adventure, today you got an email with some very, very important information. Please, please be sure that you open that up and fill out whatever you got to fill out. I got the same thing you did, and uh, you need to do that because we're just, I don't know, 60 days away from that, and we're just a couple of days away from me announcing the next big adventure which oh you want to talk about bucket list trip you want to talk about uh the adventure of a lifetime this is going to be it but i still can't announce it but 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 just stay close you know that uh, mike dickinson uh, is doing great work as a citizen journalist a citizen reporter I, I know on the national stage we see and hear a lot about andy no well locally we've got mike dickinson who's doing exactly the same sort of stuff and i am grateful that every wednesday afternoon he joins us with the with the breaking news that he's covering the long investigative pieces that he's doing and uh, today is wednesday and there is mike mike thank you for being with us man always good to be on your show Thank you, sir. So well, I think last week I asked you to uh, try and dive into the mess that is the uh, Richmond City Sheriff's Office, right? Exactly. And we found some things. The, the It's another typical Richmond, Virginia city agency that's operated by somebody who has no idea what they're doing and Sheriff Antoinette Irving mm-hmm. and someone who has let just let just bureaucracy and wants that wants no accountability. I, it was recently a, the sheriff, Sheriff Irving, was at the Richmond City Council, and the one of our city councilmen, it was councilwoman who really does believe in law and order and, and the police, Reva Trammell, called out the sheriff on these deaths that have been going on at the city jail and tried to hold her accountable. To which the sheriff said that she did not appreciate 
being chastised and asked questions in a in a confrontational manner because Reva was <laughs> because yeah. Reva was bringing up these facts to her that she didn't want to deal with her here. Oh I mean, that's the kind of accountability. But that that's the kind of accountability that runs across every agency in the city of Richmond. Yeah. And just digging into it, it's just maddening. It's 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 just maddening. Some of the things going on are just maddening in the in the city jail. So so give us some some examples of of what we're seeing down there at that city jail. I, I one thing that I know we have to uh, uh, talk about is that we got people dying. I mean, there's there's no joke on that part of it, right? We literally have people dying in Sheriff Irving's jail. We've had six people. From March of 22 until the winter of this year, we had six, six people die, um, all of them believed to be overdoses. Uh, the jail doesn't release much information except only to, the, only to the families, but most of them and most of the families that came out and said, how does my loved one go to jail and overdose on drugs in jail um, where there are not supposed to be any drugs? Well, part of that problem can be tracked back to a poor effort by not only the sheriff but also the city of Richmond to address the vacancies of the number of deputies in the city jail. Um, they're only about 50%, only about 50%. So you've got 17 to 20 deputies working on shifts supervising 500 inmates at a time. Wow. That's wow. a terrible ratio. Give that number again, Mike, because I, I, I just <clears throat> want to make sure people hear it. You've got about you've got about fifty percent of staffing capacity. So you have between seventeen to twenty deputies at any given time supervising five hundred inmates. Oh my gosh, boy, that's on shifts there. That is a losing proposition. And 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 if we want to be brutally honest, Mike, it's a losing proposition for everybody. It sure as heck is a losing proposition for the deputies. But those inmates that are Look, they, they, they're there, uh, they, they did something wrong on the outside, but they don't deserve to be attacked or beaten or killed. And again, because of Sheriff Antoinette Irving's gross incompetence, that's what we're seeing. Yes, exactly. When you go to jail, the, the, the city jail, so people, a lot of people don't know how the criminal justice system works. The, the jail, the city jail is where you go if you're being held for a trial, you can't make bail if you're there on charges. If you're awaiting, you can be held up to a year there in a city jail before you go off to a to a state prison or a federal prison or ICE detention center. Mm-hmm. Um, but that the city jail is where you go if you're if you're awaiting. You can be there up to a year. And so, what's happening is a lot of people are going in there for nonviolent offenses, you know, drunk driving, and, and they, they are they're terrible offenses. But they don't deserve to be killed or or be taking drugs and and how are drugs getting into the prisons are we, are we not searching the inmates thoroughly are deputies so hard pressed on their pay that we're lowering the standards for who we hire and they're bringing it in is the sheriff just not doing a good job of controlling the jail and that's what i i, I mean all signs point to sheriff irving as being another incompetent head of a city agency um and then, and then you know, we had the whole thing where the forging scandal, where the public yes. records, yes. where the the deputies are supposed to be doing documented checks to put eyeballs on inmates every hour and every every certain number of time, depending on what level of holding they're in. And then initial that they did the search, that they not did the search, that they did the patrol and documented. And 
when the state, the state of Virginia's uh, board of local and regional jails agency did a, a, a did an audit, they found that most of these records were forged. That the deputies were not were not doing it. That they were just you know scribbling something down and not for it, not 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 documenting or not doing their jobs of keeping an eye on the inmates. So literally, the inmates are running the asylum. That is absolutely incredible, and unfortunately, there's really. It doesn't seem as if Reva Trammell, who, again, member of the city council, represents that 8th district, south side, uh, I think probably the only person in City Hall these days who gives a crap uh, about law enforcement or firefighters. Definitely. Yeah. But but the city council doesn't have any power because the city sheriff is is an elected officer, right? Yes, the, the, the sheriff of the city of Richmond is an elected officer. Uh, what we could do is, is if we had a mayor who was competent, he could lean on the state of Virginia to take over the jail or do so or shut the jail down. Like they've done in several other uh, in several other um, correctional institutions in Virginia. When they're out of control, the yeah. state can come in and they they can take control. And I think that the jail failed the inspection when the state agency for the board of local and regional jails came in. For they failed to up uh, adhere the state standards. Uh, for supervisions of inmates, mm-hmm. and I think that because of that and other things that are going on, the state of Virginia and Jason Mayer should they should look long and hard at taking it over because people don't deserve to die and die in jail. They're being held there. They don't deserve to die. Right. And if the city of Richmond is cannot, if the city of Richmond cannot bring the right number of deputies in to supervise the the inmates so they're safe and so we can at least hold people, then they need to they they need to have somebody oversee they need they need to fix that problem and and yeah. sheriff Irvin is not it now i i agree with you mike uh, dickinson is joining us and, and mike uh is doing citizen journalism for us every wednesday afternoon is when he uh files his reports they're always great reports great insight uh, it's it, it's a sad commentary and you're absolutely correct we have a board that oversees these local and regional jails and i think Think that Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, Unfortunately, there are many people who are afraid to do anything or say anything for fear of political implications and i mean you started by saying if we had a competent mayor and i thought well you could just stop talking right there yeah just just save your breath brother i mean because we don't and um we have a guy who's uh, thinks that he's the peter principal right he thinks he's going to fail his way all the way to the governor's governor's mansion 
he thinks he's he's delusional in the fact that he thinks he's done a good job and thinks that he wants to make Virginia into Richmond with poor jails, poor schools, yeah. uh, unsafe streets, and a terrible uh, morale within law enforcement because they don't get any backing yeah. from from him or from anybody in his office. That's right. And that just goes all the way to so when you hear these reports about the jail not running, or the jail is run about as well as the school system is. And that's run about as well as the tax collection system is in the city of Richmond. There's right. a reason that all these systems fail, and it's because that Richmond's been under Democrat control for 50 years. And when Democrats are in control, they run things like they're having a play day. They're not, they don't care about the taxpayer. Mm-hmm. They don't care about you. They don't care about accountability. They just want to sit there and play government. Yeah. Well, you, you've seen these crazy things, and Reva, again, is, is right at the uh, the forefront of trying to help people. The, these business owners getting uh, tax bills that go back years because the city just either didn't bother to send them or forgot about it. You know, and some poor business owner has been doing everything he or she was supposed to do, then gets a bill for $50,000. It's like, well, i, I got to shut my, my doors. It's over. Yeah, play, opening a business and operating a business in the city of Richmond is like playing Russian roulette mm. because... If you if you you know forget one tax payment, they they don't notify you, and you can't get anybody on the phone. And then they could go years, and then out of you know I, there was an article that came out I think yesterday about a guy that got a seventeen thousand dollar bill from something three years ago, seventeen thousand dollars, and it was because that the city of Richmond taxed on taxed on some tiny late charge, and then every month that wasn't paid, there was an additional big fee attached to it, right. and. They, the city of Richmond, they don't care. They don't, they're not trying to work with the businesses. They're trying to just say, well, pay it, pay it. We're not going to work with you. It's not our fault at all. It's your fault. Um. And did you see the latest thing, Mike? Uh, again, uh, our, our friend Reva Trammell is right to the uh, forefront of this. Uh, the city website now taken down all of the employee directories. So <laughs> as difficult as it was to get in touch with somebody at City Hall about something, now it is quite literally impossible no accountability and and i can tell you that city directory on the few times that i've had to do business in the city of richmond and deal with people that city directory was the only way to get somebody competent on the phone or get a hold of somebody competent via email because if you try to call there and explain your situation that's not life or death or very important to you you have to go through 10, you know, nine or 10 people to get to the right person. And then if that person's usually in a bad mood, so the only way you can get any hold of anybody was that city directory. And now without that, there's no accountability. No one's there to answer. No one email, no, no phones, no anything. So if you have, if you have a problem, good luck. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nuttiness. Mike Dickinson is with us. Mike joins us every Wednesday afternoon. He is uh, the Central Virginia version of Andy No, as far as I'm concerned, doing great uh, citizen journalism. So uh, we we know, I guess, the next step, we, we've got to reach out to the Attorney General, Jason Miaris, encourage him to take a closer look at the, uh, the city jail, that accreditation board uh, really, really has to come in and, and look at the uh, the Richmond City Jail and, and do something of I it. Mean, literally lives are at stake I, I i don't know how to say it any other way lives are at stake and we need to get the we need to put a lot of pressure on the sheriff in her office when someone's family member is in jail and they're having a medical episode or they've been killed they need to respond to these families and let them know that hey your loved one is, is you know in the hospital your loved one is you know not well they, they they should not stonewall them and you read these reports 
from what these families or these people who passed away in the jail have had to go through to get any information out of the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And it, it's terrible. They won't give them any information. They won't say, well, it happened at this time. It happened at this time. This check was done then. He was okay. That They won't give them any information at all. So it's like, well, we're sorry your family, your loved one passed away, but hey, good yeah. luck. We'll see you later. That's right. <laughs> Hope it all works You know, we'll out. see you. Uh, yeah. All right, Mike. T- tell me what uh, you're seeing as we uh, take a look at the uh, uh, the suburbs. Anything new on the uh, Commonwealth Attorney in Henrico County? Because y- you got I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of pages of uh, emails and texts and stuff to go through. I'm still working on that email situation where she converted or she encouraged the discussion with Susanna Gibson to to go to her private email. We're trying to get those emails because she, she encouraged it on a public email to, to take her political business to her private email, but she was doing it in the course of her professional work. Uh, we do know that, that, that Shannon Taylor, Henrico County, is the, the crime from the city of Richmond is spilling over into Henrico County. If you read about it, on the edges of, of Richmond is where the crime is now spilling over, whether it's the east end or the west end mm-hmm. or the north side. The, yep. cro- the poor job in the city of Richmond is spilling over into Henrico, and with Shannon Taylor at the helm in Henrico, you can really only question how, how much things are going to be enforced or how much she's worried about trying to keep law and order in, the, in Henrico County. It's craziness. It's craziness. Well, Mike, I, I don't have a specific assignment for you for next Wednesday. I'm just going to leave that to you. Uh, you All right. figure out uh, what is what is the biggest thing. And we got we got a minute or two left. I, I got to pick your brain a little bit. Uh, Mick Foley. You remember Mick Foley had a couple of different characters, right? Cactus Jack and yep. uh, all of that stuff. Now there's a buzz that he may ten, fifteen years after he last stepped in a ring as a combatant be coming out of retirement, and it's it's going to be for Tony Khan and that crew. That would be something, you know. Mick Foley, he took a beating as a yeah. professional wrestler, I and mean, he was thrown off of cages. He did lots of things that nobody would recommend anybody doing. <laughs> um, very entertaining. And if he comes out of retirement for 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 AEW, that would be some. I mean, that would be something. AEW is is their shows always entertaining and. It'll be interesting if, if Mick Foley comes out. It'll be interesting. You know, what's, what, what, one of the things that's great about Mick is that, uh, number one, he's a really fun guy. His politics yes. are all wrong, but he's a really fun guy, and he's, and he's got a great sense of humor, and he darn near kept every nickel that he ever made. And I know that because when uh, he used to come to Boston, uh, it was my floor or my couch where he often just <laughs> crashed. So, and, and and as nice as he as nice as he was, he never said, "Hey Jeff, let me give you a couple of bucks for breakfast here." I was like, "All right, see you later, brother. Good good, good, good to see you again." So uh, <laughs> there was a there's a great story about him that Triple H told on one of the WWE document documentaries where Mick Foley basically had one outfit. That's the one he comes to wrestle in, and that's the one he wears on the airport on the airplane oh, yeah. on the way home. Oh, good lord! <laughs> uh, 
The, the best thing is if he had gone to ride a uh, a roller coaster, because at least there was a little air circulation through it. It may have uh, just defunct some of the funk. But uh, otherwise, brother, man, that was some rough stuff. All right, listen, Mike, uh, love having you here every Wednesday. Uh, and again, it, it, it's on you for next week. You you figure out what it is that you need to look into and you share with us next Wednesday. We, we really do appreciate you being here on a regular basis. And uh, thank you, my man. Of course, anytime. Looking forward to it next week. Thank you, sir. That is Mike Dickinson. Oh, Mike, before you go. Yes. Mike, I almost yes. forgot. Social media handles. I'm sorry. How do, how do people follow you? Go to X, Mike D4RVA. On the X, Mike D4RVA. All right. Now you are dismissed. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate <laughs> you being here. That is Thanks. Mike Dickinson, our citizen reporter. I'm telling you, the local version of Andy No, his stuff is getting picked up in all sorts of uh, national publications, and uh, I'm hoping that he will uh, for next week. I didn't give him the assignment, but, you know, he's a good guy. Uh, sort of focus on that deep-run high school teacher, the one who... Uh, ask me seems to be a pretty strong hamas supporter in the schools the principal over there doesn't seem to care the uh, school superintendent uh, blissfully unaware so maybe mike will be able to uh, dig something out it is 352 jeff katz news radio wrva baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 